the synod process the whole church has gone through since 2021 is the constant reference point for our work during this assembly. Many people in this synod hope that their voices will be heard. They feel ignored and voiceless. They are right. But we will only have a voice if we first listen. Vatican Viewpoint, the church in the world, seen from Rome. A podcast produced by Vatican Radio. I'm your host, Devin Watkins. It's finally here. We've been talking about it for what seems like years now, but the 16th Ordinary General Assembly of the Synod began on Wednesday, October 4th, was the sound of 438 people praying together the ancient hymn Come Creator Spirit to invoke the Holy Spirit's presence at the Synod Assembly. Pope Francis then opened the month-long event in the Paul VI Hall with the liturgical greeting. Most gatherings of world leaders are filled with lots of talking. But this particular synod is supposed to be about listening and helping the church learn to listen better. In questo sinodo, anche per fare posto allo Spirito Santo, c'è la priorità dell'ascolto. In his opening remarks, Pope Francis put the Holy Spirit at the center of proceedings. Everyone, he said, must make room for the Spirit by speaking less and listening more. Listening is the priority. La Chiesa si è fermata. Thank you, he said, for helping us during this pause in the church. The church has paused to listen. After the Pope's opening remarks, Cardinal Jean-Claude Hollerich, the general relator of the Synod, recalled that the Synod represents the entirety of the church, which reaches into all levels and political persuasions of society. The church is the people of God walking through history with Christ in her midst. It means... It's only normal that there is a group walking at the right of Christ, another at his left, while some run ahead, others lag behind. But when each of these groups looks at Christ our Lord, together with him, they cannot help but see the group that is doing the opposite. Those walking on the right will see those walking on the left, those running ahead we'll see those lagging behind. And I hope we look to Christ with love. And so we also should look to our sisters and brothers of the opposite side with love. In other words, the so-called progressive cannot look at Christ without seeing the so-called conservatives with him and vice versa. Nevertheless, the important thing is not the group to which we seem to belong, but walking with Christ, with our sisters and brothers, within his church. 
Despite any outward appearances of a political process, the Cardinal Archbishop of Luxembourg recalled that the Synod is not a parliament. Political horse trading has no place in the work of discernment on the topic of synodality in the Church. One of the strengths of the method of conversation in the Spirit is that it allows the expression of everyone's point of view, enhancing consonances without neglecting differences. But above all, discouraging polarizations, polemics, and politization. As the Holy Father wrote recently, in the conversation in the Spirit, we find a way of participation oriented towards communion and renewal of mission, which encourages the participation of all and welcomes in communion and unity the great diversity that we are. It aims to build consensus, harmony, without dividing into factions or crushing into uniformity. You're listening to Vatican Viewpoint. Before the General Assembly officially began, Synod participants spent a few days in Sacrofano, north of Rome, on a spiritual retreat. Shared words are the lifeblood of our church. And we need to find them for the sake of our world, where violence is being fueled by humanity's inability to talk, inability to listen. Dominican Father Timothy Radcliffe there. In his role as a spiritual assistant at the Synod, the former master of the Order of Preachers offered his thoughts on the importance of listening. And we too need healing words to speak to each other. Words that leap across the boundaries that divide us, ideological boundaries of left and right, cultural boundaries that divide one continent from another, tensions that sometimes divide men from women. International media coverage of the Synod, and most things Catholic, by the way, tends to focus on the extremes and the squeakiest wheel. Questions that highlight this viewpoint include... Why do you hold these ridiculous views? Or why are you a heretic? or a patriarchal dinosaur, or why are you deaf to me? Father Radcliffe noted that God's first word to humanity after the fall in the book of Genesis is a question, and that offers us a hint of the right questions the church should ask if she hopes to listen better. Where are you? What are you worried about? This is who I am. God invites them to come out of hiding to be seen. And if we step out into the light, and let ourselves be seen as we are, we shall find words for each other. And as the 16th Ordinary General Assembly of the Synod gets underway in earnest, Father Radcliffe offered Synod fathers and mothers a rather unusual piece of advice. In the preparation for this synod, it has often been said that the clergy have been the ones who have been most reluctant to step out into the light and share their worries and doubts. Maybe we, we priests, are sometimes afraid to be seen, to be naked. How can we encourage each other not to be afraid of nakedness, not to fear visibility? Thank you for joining us here on Vatican Viewpoint. We'll be back again next week.